doing it. Yeah, Watch. it's so perfect. Look, Cape's <laughs> even unmuted. What a rebel. Yeah, Cape, mute. Danny doesn't have a will. You unmuted me. <laughs> Nobody unmuted you. You literally can't make us, so... Yes, I did. <laughs> And today we have a guest I've honestly been excited about for quite a while now. I'm very happy to, to have him. But before we bring him out, let me just say, Bob is here. Bob from Gideon Optics, not just JSD Supply. What's up, Bob? Yeah, so I specifically put the at. I was like, well, I don't want to lose the from JSD Supply moniker. If somebody doesn't scream that across the across the floor at SHOT Show, I'm going to be real upset. So I was like, I guess i got to be... At and the dumbest person on your screen, and I saw like the the card for this episode, and I was like, I'm not Stubbs. I almost didn't even come. I was like, I'm not Stubbs. That's <laughs> I, I obviously got mistakenly invited. What is up, guys? I love uh, seeing y'all. Thanks for having me. Uh, those of you watching, you see the dumbest person on your screen is uh, is what I decided my subtitle caption would be if you can see it. <laughs> um, these guys are are just the best humans on the planet. Um, but if you want to know. Now, if you want to be entertained, not just what, uh, not just know what's going on in GunCAD, I'd say this is more entertainment than it is CAD-related information. But if you go back, right, if you're new to Add a Battery Live, go back into the past. You can find there's some, I want to call them nuggets of wisdom, man. There used to be a series where somebody showed us how to CAD stuff. I don't remember who it was. Yeah, what happened to that? Um, it yeah. was it was pretty cool. I almost <laughs> learned something once. I watched those seven episodes like thirty times each. <laughs> There's only six now, though. So I did. I don't save much on YouTube, but uh, I watched pieces of those. It was like, man, someday I'm gonna learn this stuff. Uh, and this is what I want to learn from. So thanks for having me here, boys. But now we have Unseen Killer and JP, uh, who host it every Friday um, on their Discord. Yeah, we just and they do the Academy. We got to convince them just to record and uh, post it. I think maybe we can uh, steal their stuff. Just post. We it need to get it. the Gun Academy to record because I always miss it working, and I want to watch. Yeah, same. 
Where am I supposed to be watching that? Or it's where on is Discord. It's on Discord. Discord. So is everyone else already watching it? Pretend like there's some well, movie here. Well, it's on Friday night, so you got to go to class on Friday there. night. You can't yeah. watch it. Yeah, they don't record it. It's just live class for like an hour and a half, two hours. Yeah. I mean, that's, yeah. that's, that's why we're the dumb ones. That's fine. We'll stay dumb. <sighs> we'll just have to learn off of Danny. That's probably more than we can handle anyway. <laughs> So on the, the note that Bob brought up that uh, we don't sufficiently cover what's new in GunCat, well, let's talk a little bit about what's new in GunCat. So I'm going to share my screen. Can you guys see this? We can see that. So this one Mr. Snow sent me today, and uh, I think it's pretty fucking cool. Uh, Danny had been talking about this with uh, – I don't want to put anyone – out there if that's still a secret but this uh the concept of getting some nice metal feed lips for your printed mags is increasingly possible now uh yeah riptide rails go check it out super cool whoa yeah whoa i'm the dumbest person on this screen and even i'm excited about that that's that's pretty (laughs) that's sweet Next up, we have what may be the single best piece of news that uh, we've ever covered in what's new in GunCAD. Wild Arms Research and Development has officially released all of his work to Odyssey. And you can go pick up the Frankenfaust, the Panzerfaust, the Fliegerfaust, and the M202. Let's oh, get our face paint out, boys. It's a beautiful going thing. right, going right now. To download files. Be Everybody, right go watch Commando tonight after the show. <laughs> Facts. Next up, we have from Deterns dispensed the uh, Suppressi. <laughs> a little bit of a, a bold name, but I can dig it. You know, isn't it Suppressi? Suppressi, yeah. There we go. That's that's a better way to say it for sure. So pussy. Got it. So I'm going to transition back, come to the stream. I think the last uh, we have two more things to talk about. What's new? Uh, the next one is um, the Galileo is on the verge of release the, the R2. So definitely prepare yourself for that we I, we were showing off some of uh that in the Wednesday night stream with Durbin and Danny and Middleton. Um so before we wrap up what's new in Guncat, I'm actually going to introduce the guest is Stubbs there. Okay, Stubbs might not be there. I can see him on his screen. So we're oh, not going to introduce Stubbs just yet. We're going to talk about uh Idaho. What's going on in Idaho, Biplom? I heard that uh, 20 agents, IRS agents, raided a gun store in Great Falls, Idaho to confiscate his 4473 forms, at least agents with sweet IRS, you know, patches. You think it said IRS or Internal Revenue Service? I don't think there's anything sweet about the IRS, brother. Swarm, why do you think they would go after a bunch of form, uh, form 4473s? Well, because they want to know what models of guns people bought. Because if they know that they bought something that's exclusively a pistol model, didn't register it, guess who violated the tax code and also had a little bit of a felony? I feel like the IRS is very scary because they're so single-minded. You know, like 
they don't actually care if you break the law as long as you're giving them their money. But the second you don't give them that sweet, sweet moolah, they're like, um, excuse me? You're a cocaine dealer and weren't paying taxes on it? We're here at your door, baby. We're we're shitting on you. Facts. So uh, read, reading a little bit more about the Idaho thing, the actual the 4473s were not included on their list of financial records on the warrant. And the agents took them anyway. So uh, hmm. we're clear. That's boys. Why if whenever... you guys are worried about it, you're clear. Hey, whenever you're having a warrant served on you, always do not consent to the warrant immediately. This is not legal advice, but do not consent to the warrant because if they do something wrong and you have consented to them, oh, I've got a warrant, here we are, and you've consented, it doesn't matter if they fuck up, you consented to the search at that point. They don't even need the warrant anymore. Fenrose, please run the uh, not legal advice banner. Just uh, We're not lawyers, we're all idiots. Bob's the there's enough good gun, there's nice. enough good gun lawyer YouTube out there that everybody should be watching a couple every day. Except they all have clickbait titles. Every day? Everything is clickbait. It's the only way we're going to click on it. No, God, be better. <laughs> Help yourself. Nobody that's watching this should ever talk to anyone you don't know ever for any reason. That's how I live my life now. It's been a little over 40 years. I know everyone I need to know. If you come up based. and start talking to me, I'm not... I'm just gonna yeah. smile at you. Like, don't talk to Bob. Hey, can I have a stick of gum? <laughs> I don't know, man. What's next? GG. What you know, next? You got access to all my pockets. <laughs> I just consent to an illegal search. Well, now it's legal because I said, sure, you can have what's in my pockets. I'm just kidding. That's a little mm. out there, but maybe not. Maybe not. Oh, the don't uh, use glory holes either, guys. Facts. Uh, could be a lady, but it could also be a little troll-looking person. It could okay. be an alien. It looks like we have Stubbs back, so I'm going to bring Stubbs on. Welcome to the stream, brother. Unmute my mic real quick. Set up. Howdy. How are you doing, dude? Rotate my camera a little bit. I'm doing pretty great. I'm doing pretty peachy. Do you have any thoughts on uh, the IRS rating people for their 4473 forms? Uh, I know I can definitely shoot something faster if I hear a police search warrant open up. So, uh, I want to see if it was their new uh, IRS PIE or if it was the real IRS because one of them's uh, real and one of them's real. What does CIE stand for? Do you know? I'm not actually sure, but the uh, IRS just made up their own little fake SWAT team. They look really stupid. They look less equipped than the standard ATF, which is something else. But uh, okay, they were already illegally founded by executive order, and also their authority is based on deference. So they're already pushing it, but now they have a new like CIE SWAT team they've made up all of a sudden, too. Hmm. Love to hear it. Dude, one thing that, uh, man, I, I see Danny in the chat being like, yo, we got to get these masks off. I'm also ready. <laughs> I always forget nope. how hot it is to wear the masks. I know. When you yeah. live in Puerto Rico, it's that yeah, humidity dude. really gets you with those masks. I'm at like 80% humidity here. <laughs> Oh yeah, Puerto Rico is very hot here. It's it's 
even hot when I'm in Alaska. <laughs> <laughs> it's the good thing about being a swamp monster, at least. <laughs> <laughs> so, what does your history in GunCAD look like? Like, b- before we get to the point where you're actually deving stuff, what was the moment where you found out GunCAD was happening? I always looked into just new manufacturer techniques. Additive manufacturer became the brand new thing. And right when I uh, got out of high school was the Cody Wilson fiasco with the Liberator. And I thought, well, this is cool. It wasn't a very good design. He didn't put rifling in the first one. So I uh, CAD modeled the rifling and uploaded a 22LR barrel. And it was just a rabbit hole from there. That was my first upload, like seven eight years ago and then i've just been improving from there on yeah so on the gun wall behind you are are those all your designs all right so i've got uh let's go bottom to top this one right here 3d printable famas at home thumb r15 it's my design uh gar 15 is a joke rifle that i made to waste four thousand dollars now, let's see. I've got Armalite AR-15. No printed parts on that, but I love my retro shit. Uh, Colt Monolithic. No, not my design, but that guy up here at the top, 96S, is getting a re-release. That's my favorite creation so far. Hell yeah. Dude. Somebody I asked me, that. what would Stoner do? Stoner would put the fucking magazine on top. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. That... That is a beautiful rifle. So, when you were uh, when you were first adding rifling to the Liberator, what were you like in the the IRC for FOSCAD? Were you like interacting with people, or was it pretty much siloed off just your own thing at that point? I just found it, made the barrel, and put it on Thingiverse, and they came and found me. Okay. Oh, which uh, which IRC client were you using? Oh my god, that was a that was a long ago. I was let's see, I was in a dev room on Rocket Chat for something. Okay, and I had never been associated with any of them until uh, DefCAD came and found me, uh, maybe four or five years ago now. Actually, with the first release of this. Okay, nice. Oh man! Wait, give me one sec. I'm taking off the mask. I'm giving up. <laughs> I know I'm a bitch, but I'm doing it. So you talk about your initial uh, rifling of the Liberator. So, did you have any kind of uh, CAD background or experience at that point, or was it just like uh, hobby, self-taught kind of stuff? I was actually in college for uh, an MET degree in the middle of that, so I had uh, Babby's first SolidWorks. I had also just got all the LibraCAD, IronCAD, FreeCAD. I'd been learning to use all of them. I'd even made a part in SketchUp. Okay. <laughs> awesome. Yeah. So then from so what was your preferred uh, CAD program then and has it evolved now? And what are you using now to CAD? I never really liked SolidWorks. I'd got the free Fusion 360 and they had uh, they'd set up where I don't think they have this feature anymore, even. I'm old and crusty, but they had it set up where if you were familiar with SolidWorks already, you could just check, you know, which of the box you were familiar with, and it would actually set it up 
where all the controls were in the same place for one or the other. So I still probably have my Fusion set up like SolidWorks. But mostly I'm using, I think, LibreCAD with like 20 plugins. Nice. Wait, wait, wait. What is LibreCAD? Because I only ask because uh, when I first started deving things on my own, I didn't want to pay for Office 365 to make the guides and shit. So I did LibreOffice <laughs> like a fucking champ. Yeah, uh, I wasn't tracking what LibreCAD is. So can you give us a quick synopsis? Um, I might be able to share it on the screen. I haven't used this computer for anything in a while, but uh, yeah, here you got go. you. You just talk. Yeah. <laughs> Open source 2D is where I make my plans, my prints. I use, uh, sometimes I'll use a PNG, I'll export it. And then I start into a FreeCAD for Fusion models. I haven't used IronCAD in a while. That used to be one of the big ones. I actually uh, bought Fusion 360 at one point. <laughs> Shit. How was that? I don't really use anything consistently. Mm. <laughs> Interesting. Jack of many trades, if you will. Yeah. Um, this one actually started in SketchUp. <laughs> okay. Dude, SketchUp, I've had nothing but bad experiences with it's terrible, I know. SketchUp. <laughs> like one of my homies, his like father-in-law uses SketchUp and he was he was trying to print something that he had made in SketchUp and he sent me the SDL and just the single most non-manifold geometry STL I've ever seen. <laughs> <sighs> Get my other hat soon. <laughs> Biplum, are you uh, complaining about He's the pineapple muted. on your pizza? Or are you happy about it? Man's muted. Sorry, I'm so hungry. I didn't even get off work till six o'clock tonight. I'm fucking starving. I have to eat. You got to eat that pineapple. Cape, it's disgusting. Cape's getting ready to be raided. Everyone, <laughs> everyone, it was nice knowing you, Cape. I heard, I heard them coming. They're getting ready to raid you. Yeah. Dude, that Is could that be that would crime? be the best thing that ever happened to our lives because that's... immediately we would start fucking busting Cape out of jail. Are you kidding? <laughs> Netflix will write a fucking that, series sure. about us. Somebody, one hundred percent. I recognize Cape sirens. Those were definitely Cape crimes. <laughs> <laughs> we could be platinum core. That could be fun. Dude, you ain't holding Cape nowhere. Oh, that's so <laughs> the uh, so, how did you? sort of transition from I'm tinkering with the, the liberator to where you are now. What was the first like real project <laughs> you sunk your teeth into? All right. So I had, I went through everything in the original uh, uh, Foscad pack and they had a, an AR 15 lower. If you remember the original bolt together that was made to be uh, made into aluminum pieces there was, it was, you had to mill the thing out and it was just flat aluminum plates that all bolted together. Somebody had taken that and made a 3D printable version and it didn't have the bolt catch or anything. It was very Spartan, very simple. And I started with that, upsized the bolts. I added the bolt catch to it. I got back in contact with, uh, actually not just them, but a couple different places. And we put the uh, M5 bolt one up there. That's been out for five ish years. And uh, now, like every single AR-15 lower, that's a bolt together, multi-part design with a bolt catch on top of that, just derives from that in some way. Now there's like the Firebolt, the Thunderbolt, the Hoffman thing. Um, then he made his 
I don't I don't recall if he made a bolt together lower actually, but the U bolt I remember that. It's mm. it, it's just like an evolution tree where one thing gets made that's kind of okay, and then we just took it, put something on, and where I put the bolt catch in, I had three bolts, and then I eliminated the top one, put two in, and it would flex in the middle if you didn't have the upper on it, which was fine when the upper's on it, but then if you open it up, it'll break in the middle. So somebody took that design, <laughs> made an external brace for it. Everybody just took it and put something new and better on it. So every year I'd see the thing, I wouldn't recognize it. I'd think, holy shit, I started that. <laughs> hmm. That's one of the oest of G projects. So that, so if you, actually, no, no, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead. Pardon me. What? I was, I was drinking something. Yeah. No, I was good. pulling it back. I had a dumb question, but uh, we can keep, carry keep on. it coming. I'm retired. I'm here. You can pretend it was for my benefit. Continue. Uh, <laughs> excuse me. I'm going to ask this question for Bob real quick. Uh, <laughs> what color is your mask that you have on? <laughs> So the question was, at the time, did you realize that you were going to be creating essentially uh, like the basis for eh, probably like 40% of GunCat for many, 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 many years, even into today? Like you clearly said that you're not aware of that. So, Well, I'm not sure who created the one that I put the bulk catch into and derived from that because there was a start there. I just took something that existed at took the time to make the air bolt geometry fit. And that was hell with the calipers. Uh, I'm actually, I can, I know it's the one that I did because I can actually just take some of these older step files and I can measure and they have the same inaccuracy I made originally as I made the uh, part where the bolt sit, the bolt catch sits down in is uh, too shallow, but um, it just kind of works because there's way too much tolerance built into an IR lower anyway. Um, whoever made the original aluminum, bolt together which was actually just a 2d drawing and then somebody 3d modeled it that's where it all starts at i'm just one of those stairs couple yeah. years back hmm. still seeing you know that's a big stair like really making sure that uh you have all the functionality that significantly changes uh how usable the design is. Uh, it was a necessary step, but then I, I think the U-bolt was probably where it's uh, durable to the point you can fire thousands and thousands of rounds. Uh, somebody designed that front bracket. There's companies that just make parts now. They make the reinforced front takedown pin on an AR so you can uh, you know, open it and close it a million times without busting it. So... so do you feel that innovation in GunCAD has sped up, slowed down, or stayed about in the, the past, same? Like year, it used to just be for five or six years stagnating. There was a uh, one pattern of Glock that took rails that you had to buy aftermarket, and like twenty different AR-15s based on that. Uh, everything was just a Glock or an AR-15 for a little bit. Now. There's like 50 different AR-15 patterns out there. There's a FAMAS, which is also just an AR-15 technically, but somebody has a 3D printable P90. There's the 3D printable AUG. There's several other 9mm incarnate designs that are their own completely start-to-finish 
no gun parts thrown in at all. There's pump action black powdered shotguns. There's 20 different launchers. In the past year, there's probably been twice as many gun cab projects as there has been in 10 years. Yeah. Uh, today, uh, I was talking with Penrose about the fact that uh, uh, keeping up with just all the projects, at this point, it's a full-time job for someone to do. Like, uh, we always have to miss things in what's new in GunCat because the teams are moving so fast. And even if you're you know, just paying attention to the teams, there are so many individual developers just working on their own, doing crazy things. And that's all the stuff we actually ever find out about too, right? There's, there's gotta be tons of stuff also behind the scenes where people are just still by themselves doing their thing, making the stuff. Yeah. Plugging away. You have to out. hang out all over the place to try and keep up with even a, a small portion of it. You got to be on social Two media. Two people constantly. start, three people go. They inspire five or six people. You just get an evolutionary tree to then now there's like a hundred different GunCAD Twitters. And even though like all of them are using the same follower base, drop in. Thank you. I'm going to let my hair down no. for unseen. So it's just it's not very long, trend. but I'm sorry. it's getting bigger. The movement grows. And now there's like 50 developers. There was, I think, what, one or two months ago, I was in a BLC uh, beta where somebody had just gotten inspired, 3D printed a semi auto 22 caliber Desert Eagle just because he wanted to. And he built the thing in Tinkercad. It's where it's impressive. Mm. <clears throat> yeah, we saw that. That is a cool build, man. Like, honestly, how could you not want. A 22 Desert Eagle. Well, he just, he had it mostly functioning and he took it to us. I gave him a little bit of help on the uh, non-detectable firearms act nonsense piece of air on how to integrate <laughs> some metal bits because he was going with something maybe heavier or bulkier. Hmm. Uh, people just start with an idea. It Even if it doesn't work completely, you can just come into a, a group or a beta testers group. People can change little pieces here and there. And it takes, because I'll start with a design and I'll have something crazy, stupid to pop up where I forgot, even just in the pack or the pieces, I forgot a page of the instructions or I accidentally put a prototype <laughs> part in and then they'll end up fitting together. You have to have at least one or two people help you with these things. Yeah. Agreed. So two questions. What do you think has been the biggest innovation in GunCAD? And what do you think has been the biggest innovation in DIY guns? Okay. Um, I like that you made that two different points because <coughs> I've been following uh, with BLC, one of the other beta testers, uh, AG Off-Grid makes a gun that just doesn't take any pre-made gun parts. It's the, uh, I believe it's black powder. It's a pump action. It looks awesome. There's just no gun parts in that. You can go to the hardware store, print some parts. I haven't made one myself yet. I'm not 100% familiar with it. So that's one of my favorite ones on top of that for the DIY gun CAD. And then the regular gun CAD uh, in just this year, the 3DP90, somebody just took an AR barrel blank, a couple AR fire control group bits, mostly printable. Let's make a P90 that doesn't cost, you know, what's it come out to? 450 to build the thing? It's like a third of the price of a real P90. That's yeah. the most impressive one right now for me. 
Okay. And then third part to that question, the biggest innovation in 3D printing or additive manufacturing, I guess. Additive manufacturing. Ooh, that's a tough one. Okay. I'm really impressed by how fast those bamboo printers are. I'm still using my busted old Ender. I've changed the bearings out on twice. I've actually had to change the feed guide twice because it's cut through just from the PLA rubbing on it. Mm. Uh, the new printers are awesome. The carbon, the uh, the nylon print especially. I've seen uh, Hoffman Tactical, you know, last, what, maybe three years or less he's been around. Makes that awesome Orca AR where the upper and lower are both printable. It's got some kind of wedged part in there. The barrel retention is all 3D printed. The handguard's printed. It needs that awesome, high-strength, high-heat-capable material. Hmm. So that wouldn't be possible a few years ago without what he did and that material on top of that. Are you using any non-PLA materials right now? So most of my parts, I try to keep everything backwards compatible where it'll fit a 220-millimeter build plate and PLA plus. So I don't really need the exotic materials for most of my builds. I do make also reproductions like, uh, I don't have one up here, but I have a Colt LMG I made on uh, an ACR I've made where the handguards on those are both uh, 3D modeled and printed. They have to be a high heat PTG material mm. or say a nylon or something just because they're AR furniture. But everything I've designed from the ground up is 100% doable in PLA+. plus. Okay. Nice. It was important to me that it could be done on like a $200 printer. Yeah. What, that Which is fine because PLA plus is harder to print than nylon. So if you can print it in PLA plus, you can totally print it in nylon. Yeah, I'll grab my helmet <laughs> real quick. <sighs> One of my favorite innovations here. Uh, not a gun, actually, but... Like yes, DIY NVGs here. I had a, I had these out maybe a year, and I had a, just call me Coco on uh, YouTube or TikTok and all those platforms. Uh, Will Stun for Food, I think, is the other username he goes was partnered with me on this. He made a few changes to it. He's got a attendee store where he sells the printed parts for people who just don't want to get into the printer. I put everything into this. All my experience, all my fun nonsense was this cost less than $1,000, the helmet and everything. And that was so I could say, well, this costs less than $1,000. And somebody's going to say, I don't have a 3D printer. I don't have this. I don't have with the printer included. You can buy a fucking NET $120 printer and it will make this. Yes. Mm. So are you also in the same way that you're like, switching back and forth between all the different uh mcad programs do you do the same thing with ecad programs or are you uh attached to one uh i will try anything once okay <laughs> i've used every cad model i've talked to pretty much everybody i'm in like 20 different groups and some of these groups don't even like each other and i'm still in them <laughs> Yeah, ah, for the most part, all the groups work well together now. I think there's just always a few people in each group that don't get along, and that's in everywhere. That's every dude. It could be in the Tacoma forums. People are like, "Fuck that guy." I see somebody's yeah. uh, commented about a DIY laser here. I've got, uh, I did have one in the works. I've got an LAM I'm working on that just takes two surefire heads, freaking laser beams. Yes, 
Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, well, I found one of my gun show buddies got me a surefire laser head, and then I realized that uh, they haven't made them forever, and they're super expensive collectible. So I need to figure something else out. <laughs> hmm. I got the, the flashlight part. I made like a PEQ clone with a printed body I'm working on that just takes a surefire head on both sides, so you can put IR and white light. But I still need to figure something out for the laser that'll have the recoil. Math. Yeah, I'll try everything except, you know, meth once. Thank you. Yes. It's not worth it. Okay, here we go. This is <laughs> lame. What are we looking at? Uh, this is the one I was going to save for a bit later, but now we're gone 30 oh. minutes, so. We've hidden <laughs> it. No one has to know. It's gone. It's gone. We'll come back later. All right, this this right here, my funny FAMAS here. Five or six people made it initially. Everybody loves this. It just works somehow. But nobody made it. With, I have a FN Chrome Hammer Forged AR barrel in here. Everyone made it with a 16-inch barrel. I've got a 20. So everyone wanted mm. this thing short as fuck. And from here to here at the back is 26 and a half inches, or 26.2 actually, exactly overall length. So just the bare minimum with a 16-inch barrel. Damn. Five or Damn. six people message me after that. They say, Stubbs, I want the Commando. I want the SMG. I read the Forgotten Weapons article. I have it in the back of my mind, and it's just not going away. My intrusive thought is FAMAS SMG. So I put <laughs> together this little short handguard here. and With the 16-inch, it comes right to the end of the barrel. It still looks pretty nice. It's just, you know, square and flat on the front. But this gives you a little bit of barrel stick out. I don't know why you'd want the shorter handguard, but it looks cool. So I've got the FAMAS <laughs> SMG parts right now. Just published them on Odyssey when we started the stream. And okay, scroll back to those sites here. I put gutter sites on it. There's an option for Picatinny or uh, gutter. Those are sweet. Gutter. So the real one uses a V notch and a post. It's kind of like a gutter, but reverse. But I was like, you know what? Gutter. Hell yeah. Yeah. So, so what's the concept behind? What's the concept behind gutter sites? You get a really short sight radius. Okay. You kind of just, your eyes are going to pick up a flat pattern. People are very good at catching a straight edge like this and lining that up. This nice little bit of geometry makes it super easy to line up a super short rifle very quick. Yeah, it's really nice. I've never seen so you just before. you just equalize the amount of wall on both sides and then just, you know you it's get center. It square in the middle. It's just a ramp. Really, you're just it's like looking down a hallway. You know you're in the middle of it. You can center yourself nice and quick. Okay, it's awesome. Hell yeah. Yeah. They were really popular in handguns in the Cold War and some subguns, but and you said live on Odyssey. What is your Odyssey handle? Uh should be Stubbs Customs on Odyssey. I uh, should have put that in my little at thing down here instead of the gun Google, but okay. <laughs> on some right. platforms it's gun Google, some platforms it's Stubbs, other people are Stubbs on older platforms for different reasons. So I've just got a little bit of everything going on. So one question I have about this is uh how does this feed? Go on. Uh, so I'm just trying to imagine, you know, if you're using a, a standard AR bolt carrier group, how, how do you uh, get it in the FAMAS bullpup configuration? All right. So right in the middle here, right behind the handguard, 
the bolt carrier rests right where it would on a standard AR in relation to the barrel and the magazine. And then in the back is a teeny tiny little three and a half inch buffer. It's actually a flush with the back of the stock. Nothing's even over it. Okay. So from that exact end of that buffer to the end of the barrel on the 16 inch, there's 26, like 0.2 and a quarter or whatever. Okay. Very cool. Yeah, this is a, a good looking gun, man. It's it's ergonomic. It's got the funny shapes. I'd never paid a lot of attention to the FAMAS in video games and such, but you grow to appreciate it. Uh, one of my friends has a semi-auto MOS 222, I believe it is, is what I based mine off of. And once you hold it, you just you understand it. It is a very Spartan, a very simple rifle with some strange quirks. There's no forward assist. There's no method to lock the bolt open. It doesn't have a last round bolt hold or anything. You're just charging handle, magazine, and it just works. Hmm. Nice. I'm just a huge fan that you're uh, on the 20-inch gang. 20-inch AR barrels where it's at. Love me 20-inch. I've got two, three 20-inch rifles up here. I've got a double barrel AR with two 20-inches charging handle. The charging handle does not reciprocate on the FAMAS. Hmm. Okay. Oh, yeah. What am I looking at here? You're looking at the M26 mass at home. Well, I'm going to the next picture because I think the IDBW. What? The irresponsible <laughs> door breaching weapon. <laughs> Alcohol was involved. <laughs> yes. So the IDBW uses a 50 Beowulf caliber. AR-15 barrel and bolt head and 3D printed ammunition components, 3D printed wads and uh, little aerodynamic caps that go over the end because it won't feed without being uh, curved on the end. But it uses standard 50 Beowulf or shotgun shells that are 50 Beowulf that I made in my garage. Hell yeah. That rocks. And it opens every door, right? It So master key. What it does, <laughs> along with my uh, LMT rebar cutter on the rifle. If you're not familiar with the LMT rebar cutter, uh, that opens uh, rebar doors, locks, reinforced uh, anything your standard bolt cutters aren't going to go through. There's no moving parts. Uh, the bullet is what cuts it. It's just a blast shield that holds the rebar in place. Okay. Yep. I wonder how effective that is. Super. I've actually uh, I went and got some rebar to test it out. Splits it clean in half. Shoots shrapnel kind of out forward the muzzle device is just meant to redirect the shrapnel nice yeah okay, okay. Cool. now is that a straight pull on the breaching device on the idbw here it is a straight pull bolt action the charging handle folds out comes back there's no return spring you push it forward and it has a standard ar-15 uh bolt carrier cam on the inside of its printed carrier and the charging handle can be swapped left or right just like the real m26 mass nice that's okay. beautiful. Now, and without uh, incriminating yourself, what are the legalities of that? So because it's like? been shrunk down to 50 Beowulf, it's now, uh, what, 29, 30 gauge or something. It's legally a pistol. So you can take this <laughs> they and left. stick it to your other pistol. <laughs> or I have a standalone mount that fits onto this. There's just a little grip, like a 
just like the real M26 grip. grip with a buffer tube on the back. You can slap it together. I have been concealed carrying that thing for a week, ironically. <laughs> <laughs> I'm upset that I've never seen this before, and it's absolutely fucking brand cool. new. Oh, right man. here on the uh, mount, it's got some M5 bolts cut off as pins that fit between the uh, teeth on the barrel nut there. And it sits between the front handguard and the barrel, hinges in, snaps into the standard handguard assembly. That piece has a rail in the middle, so it is your sight rail if you're using it standalone, or it snaps into your M4 carbine with no tools. Now, is this yeah. delta ring only, or is that a little adapter in the gray there? That So that uh, piece, the gray one that's not painted yet, it's nice and ugly, clips into the barrel nut and replaces the bottom handguard on an M4 mid-length or carbine-length handguard, hmm. a seven-and-a-half-inch. I have a piece of the handguard here. This is the piece that would go on it normally. Right. I'm a giant, so it's like that. But all you do is you take <laughs> your standard piece off, and it has the same little fingers and tabs that grab onto that in between, and you just pop it off, drop it in, no tools. You pull the quarter pin out to take the standalone grip off of it. Oh, and then God. that gray piece, you can see the bolts. There's a Picatinny rail is the top of the receiver is a Picatinny rail grabber. You can take that whole assembly out and just slide it onto anything with a Picatinny rail as well. Got mm. it. So that AR-15 that it's on is a pistol with a 10 and a half inch barrel. And it's uh, overall length is 26 or 27 total. So you can't put it on an AR pistol under 26 because then it would be a pistol with a foregrip or some nonsense here or there so it's two ar pistols separately and when combined it's a firearm because it's not a pistol it's a thing with a foregrip that isn't meant to be fired with one hand but it's not an aow either because it's over 26 and a half inches <laughs> so you can put this on anything that's 26 inches without a stock and that right there that is a brace <laughs> you're gonna love this so i'm a card holding member of the fpc so i'm exempt from the new one here uh mm -hmm. anything you call a brace is a brace now go back to that last picture you're gonna love this so the stock is mm -hmm. uh, like uh, that's definitely a brace the m16a1 stock behind me is 13 inch length of pull i took that design i put a cutout for the arm in it, it's a counterbalance design, so that little piece comes up on the bottom, and you can kind of hold yourself against it. That is less than the 13 and a half inch suggested length of pull rule with a full rifle brace on the inside of it. So it's just M16 stock shaped with one side that looks just like a stock, and then on the other side, there's there's no back surface area, and there's a cutout for your arm. Okay, That's so on fucking fantastic on this picture, it just looks like on that yeah. side where you can't see the back, it looks like a stock on the back. It's like C shape where there's no surface area. You can kind of see the curve of it here, though. Just a wee little bit, and then on the other side, I just made it to look exactly like a stock from one side, and then it's a brace. It's complete. It's a C shape. It's hollow, and it just goes like that. The little bottom part rests against yeah. your arm. Brace yeah, and red pill. Yes. Do you ever take this to the range and the fuds just lose their mind? They fucking hate bumping over. Oh, no. I, there is one or two ranges here 
and they suck. I lit one of them on fire by accident one time. I have the a next uh, time it'll be on purpose. We shoot tracers a... into a berm. <laughs> yeah, at trash uh, indoor range that we had local here. They were not the set on fire back when I was a wee little baby with my first gun. I didn't see the warning signs. There was little ant hills of trash powder in the range. And I had a Mosin Degant about uh, this big that I made in my garage with a Strike Industries cookie cutter on the end. I took one shot in there. uh, The world disappeared and everything was on fire. So they asked me not to come back. And then they got closed because all their employees got cancer. (laughs) (laughs) That was a roller coaster. Yeah. yeah, they probably just got cancer. Bro. How fucking ugly my gun was. <laughs> LMT oh. rebar cutter. That's yeah, this thing sweet. is crazy. It just—it's not the muzzle device. It snaps on over an A2. Okay. So I was gonna weld the A2 onto that, and then I was like, "Oh fuck it, rifle buffer." Okay. What part of the A2 does it snap onto? Because you could use like a silencer mount with it's that, a and then you're not. It goes uh, over the end. There's little fingers on the back. Sam. And when you ratchet the collet down, it can't come off over the end. So it attaches just over the back yeah. of it where it can't slip back off. Okay. I've sent it down range a few times by accident. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm, nice. I'm uh, how much is first. that on the uh, link there? Because I got mine on sale. 100, 100 bucks. Good. To, yeah, they used to be like two ninety nine. Unironically, I paid full price. Hmm. grab one if you want it works you can bust blocks open with it probably just by hitting the damn thing with it <laughs> you can get it for 60 bucks on uh, PK firearms beautiful yeah there's some double barrel action it's my double yeah. barrel AR that's my home defense gun with two 20 inch barrels full of silver uh, <laughs> tip <laughs> Your home defense gun's a home defense gun, hundred sixty rounds of silver tip horn of the AMX. You don't get that concussive cavity damage if you're not shooting out of a twenty inch barrel. Am I right? That's true. I live in a brick house. My neighbors are safe. You can shoot somebody in the pelvis; they're not going to survive. And it'll just explode. Yeah, two triggers with a linkage fires them both at the same time. I love that thing. Hmm. It's got a Zenico PKT handle on the top for that not aiming action movie action. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, that a PAQ4 laser pointer and my NVGs. No aiming required. Seems reasonable. Hmm. <sighs> okay, Ooh. this I'm uh, I'm pretty pretty stoked about. Talk to me about what I'm looking at here. All right, so this one just restarting. From scratch across the board. It's actually on it's on my other wall. Oh no, I put it up here. It's uh actually mounted to this right now <laughs> as as a funny. That is the GP thirty seven. I have a lot of Western style launchers, like my uh, pipe hitter, thirty seven millimeter, takes regular thirty seven mil ammo, opens up on the side like an M three twenty a little bit, but otherwise just like a Cobra or an M two oh three. This one, I got bored and I wanted to invent a whole new format of caseless Russian-style launcher. So that is a 37-millimeter VOG-style projectile. So it's a caseless muzzle loader. Okay. Yeah, the uh, GP37, first gen here, 
is a Picatinny rail mountable option. I actually don't currently have an AK either. So is this for shame? Uh, sort of made. mimicking the the GP twenty five. So it's based on parts of the GP twenty five with a few features of the thirty. Some weird little bits here. I got bored and wanted to invent a new ammo type. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> And that uh, mount there is based on the Castet standalone. Now, the GP doesn't fit onto something and make a Castet. The Castet is purpose-built and it has a real grip and handguard on it. But I made it like a Castet-style standalone so that it would look okay without being on an AK because it looks okay. atrocious on my stoner up here. So now talk to us a little bit about uh, what your thoughts were about safety when you go about doing things like just completely inventing an entirely new type of ammo or like testing a launcher, testing a firearm, something like that. So like this here is internally an AR-15. That's internally an AR-15. That's my specialty is kind to just expand the modularity of the AR platform outside of the norm. So these... I just go out, I take it to the range, and I test it. The launchers and things, I strapped this thing to a tripod and fired it from a nice, good, safe distance with a piece of fishing line. Okay. And uh, I felt stupid because it just worked. <laughs> and so now, how? Uh, what do you do for release candidate files? Like, Do you have any sort of safety procedure or testing that uh, you run all of your designs through before releasing or anything like that? <laughs> so I personally start to finish work on the whole thing like before the famas was even in beta i had myself a fully functioning prototype and then people that are interested in this that i know personally will come in and they'll want to test things out they want to be early they want to get one first and then as of this year i've started working with a black lotus coalition and they have a lot of very skilled testers with a lot of reloading experience like say yeah. the uh pipe hitter i needed People with previous launcher experience. I needed people with good printers. IDBW, I needed people with reloading experience. I have a uh, 3D printable flashbang grenade. Uh, my beta testers in that all have prior reloading experience. Several are veterans. They have experience with actual grenades. <laughs> uh, I have a little bit of everything for everybody, and some of them do need uh, knowledgeable people working on them for safety reasons. Yeah. So this, uh, the caseless, is it, I I guess, how does it work? Do you use a 209 <laughs> in the back and all the powder just lives in the back of the round? Or... Okay, so a real VOG grenade as a standard kind of primer, powder, holes in it. It just all at once, like a real cartridge, like a, yeah, just like an into a three is a high low system. It's kind of similar to that. Uh, this was made during the primer shortage and all that jazz. And my okay. retention is just passive on this. There's no active locking or anything crazy. This doesn't use a primer. It's actually a rocket. Okay. So you don't have to put the powder in, measure a high-low, low-power black powder. Actually, the Russians are uh, it's really close to black powder for the GP series. Hmm. But you don't have to have a primer. You don't have to have the little expensive bits. This is hobby rocket motor or DIY rocket candy for like... <laughs> Eight dollars makes ten of these things. Nice. Hell yeah! And so, th does the GP twenty five have a retention system in the muzzle loading style? The GP twenty five it clips into place. It's got a little 
uh, I can't really describe it. It's got more of a, like a tab. Uh, it's visible on the Tashina. If you look, it's got a, just a metal cutout tab in the end. And then there's an ejector on the back that helps you push it out. Okay. About to find out. Yeah, it's probably, <laughs> it's not visible on this one because there's not going to be pictures of the inside. Uh, the only reason I know any of this, I've actually handled a real one. Uh, they used to, they were imported in the United States forever ago. There was D-Mill GPs out there. Yeah, that's, if you look at that picture here on the left side is the ejector that you can push out a cartridge if something goes wrong. Mm. That little silver okay. part behind. Daddy like. Yeah, it's that a, part right there. Up uh, okay, on that the, one. That's mm -hmm. the safety, but in front of that's the ejector. Yep. This thing right here? No, 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 it's on the back of the okay. Um just go back to the GP thirty seven because it's really easy to see there. <laughs> <laughs> that uh bolt here with the little paddle on it is my ejector. Okay. It okay. doesn't go all the way out, but it's enough you can get it out and get your hands on it and pull it out. So is this standalone only or is this gonna fit on my AK? So the uh <laughs> It's Picatinny, so it mounts just like this, but also it has a standalone frame. Yeah. So as long as I have pick rails on my on an AK. If you have a Picatinny rail on your AK, it'll drop right in. And I'm uh, borrowing an AK for one of my friends that we're going to uh, uh, find a way to make it fit the bayonet lug with some really skinny little parts. And this is in beta or released? So this, I originally released the GP37 years ago, I want to say, maybe a year ago. And it was not very, uh, I was the only person who was able to make it work. Because it has, in my best description, there's two contacts. They're electrical contacts and uses a little model rocket igniter on the inside and the back of the case. And since it can rotate, it doesn't index. I have one center post is my positive. And then I have a ring around it is the ground. So it touches the ground in any rotation and it gets uh, burnt and I have to clean this thing or it stops firing reliably in five rounds. I have to twist it, scrape the crud off a little bit. Hmm. So it wasn't now, very have, reliable. Have you considered now that the primer shortage is over switching to a primer system? I've considered it, but the real one uses a lot of very small sheet metal parts. It's a really stiff, terrible, shitty double action system that would be really hard to make. And I've actually, uh, uh, I'll grab one real quick. I have a better solution for my ignition. And it's going to look really stupid if I don't find it right quick. <laughs> I'm curious about the ignition so system and how it might work in, uh, in the M72 hot dog that Middleton I had a on. solution here for a better assembly. Making this big is an Academy grill lighter. Yeah. <laughs> With a flexible hose. And it has these very nice, very hard to melt probes. I had this thing just as a joke. I lit a blowtorch with it and held the thing on there. It took me 10 seconds to destroy one. So uh, the new design has these stuck in the back. The wires from the internal piece here go all the way through and the battery pack is reconfigured. Plug a USB charger right into the grip to recharge it. Ooh, yes, mm. please. So this cheap little system here, now you don't have to track down the high strength batteries. You don't have to wire or solder anything. It's just one of these battery pack 
and the USB charger cable on the end here sticks out the bottom of the grid. Fucking 3D arms. <laughs> Haven't killed mine yet. Oh, God damn it. I stuck a grill lighter in it, and it just works now. These things awesome. are... Uh, I'm not sure what kind of steel they are, but since they are electrically fired here, it also means I don't need the igniter. So it makes the projectile even cheaper. Hmm. Okay. Yeah, there you go. All right. Next oh, and the up. the chassis is uh, two pieces of PVC with some printed parts in between them. So it oh, has an shit. extendable stock as well. Hmm. That's super cool. All right, well, we're ready for that next one. So the next one here, I made some new parts. I've updated this gun so it's more uh, rugged, it's more durable, it's easier to print, especially. So right here on the bottom in front of the trigger, I don't know if you can see that very well, I have a pencil mount. <laughs> this platform mm -hmm. is pencil mountable now just for shiggies and giggies. That is a AR-15 upper receiver inside of there, upside down. Magazine on top, grip on the bottom, Stoner 63 style. Nice. So it's based roughly on the uh, 1990s Stoner 63 model. If you're familiar with the uh, chainsaw is featured in the Call of Duty series, is the built-fed model of the modernized Stoner. Okay. And I've just always loved the top-fed LMGs, the Stoner 63s, the Grail Gun. Of course, you can't get them anymore. I figured I'm going to make one myself. That one's actually chambered in 6.5 just because I figured why the hell not. So it's getting rebarreled pretty soon. And that one's also got spade grips. Grindle? 6.5 Grindle used to be nice and cheap and funny. And it performs... So if you have an 11-inch AR pistol, a 6.5 Grindle with the same projectile weight will outperform a full-length 7.62 by 39 AK. Okay. Nice. It was an impressive caliber when it was actually available. <laughs> yeah, I don't think I've seen any uh, 6.5 Grindle at the, the gun store in a very long time. It's all been online purchases. I've bought maybe three okay. boxes of it in person at the gun show from the same guy I get my 7.62 by 45 from, so it's rare. Okay. And is this, this was the everything gun. Is this uh, this guy mounted? That is the GP on the S96S. Okay. Dude, that's super cool. They look good together. They look horrible together. And that's I love it. I love it. <laughs> Pretty hot. So this one's got a full length uh, free floating rail. The sights actually mount on the front on the handguard here. I designed that where it uh, originally this one had a takedown kit 50-50 where the whole front sight, handguard, barrel, everything pops off. I didn't want to put any sights on the rear of it because they'd lose zero anyway. I'm going to weaver quick point. I'm going to stick on the side of that thing one of these days. It's going to get worse. <laughs> the new release also comes with a grip with uh, spade grips on the back. You can use a nice short, like like a Kentry buffer system or a Strike Industries pistol buffer to make it super short. And the uh, end of the buffer just barely sticks out past the spade grips just a wee bit. I've actually got a 
spare pair of the spade grips back here. Everybody loves these things. I've seen 10 or 20 builds with my spade grips stuck on them. Mm. Hell I'm yeah. A fan of spade grips. It's, it's like Frank's Red Hot, bro. You put that shit on everything, bro. Everything. Yeah. Everything. There's it's how I like no my AR-T 240s spade grips. In the works right now. On my, uh, my belt fed AR, we'll get to later. I do have plans to make a 762 by 39 sprocket to take RVD belts or DM belts. Hell yeah. I do have maybe vague future plans of upscaling that to an AR-10 platform. Okay. <laughs> this, this That's is a weird butt plug. <laughs> funny joke platform. Good, not here. just me. Go and find uh, just a side-by-side comparison of this to a Scorpion underbarrel rocket launcher, and then you'll you'll get it from there. Let's see if it actually comes up. Uh, that's a different one. That's the RAW. Okay. <laughs> uh, find the scorpion, but that that one's hysterical as well. That guy right there was my inspiration. Oh my God, oh. Reddit! What are you doing? Reddit, more Reddit. It. There you go. This right here. This was so amazingly ridiculous. I just had to do it. Dude, it is a is not wild. a recoilless rifle. It is side vented, low pressure rocket. <laughs> is it single <laughs> shot or can you reload it? It is disposable, <laughs> as far as I recall. Oh. <laughs> That whole yeah. dude's disposable, I think. I have one back here that's not been turned into a uh, weapon yet. I'll grab. I have this very heavy duty cardboard tube. So this will handle being made into a rocket launcher. And it's probably more than a quarter inch thick. This uh, I have a bunch of these tubes here. It gets red hot. It burns the inside out. This last one shot but it works for the one shot and i have like 20 of these damn tubes <laughs> i came in a bulk pack that you can hear awesome. the how heavy that cardboard too that is a pound and a half just that tube <laughs> so that uh back to mine is a under barrel launcher it's got a bayonet lug on the front that little protrusion on the back sets just over an AR magwell. The lips hold it up. It's got a button on the side. You line it up. You press it. It has two vents on the back. They vent the excess. Semi-recoilless style, but it's not a cannon. It's a slow rocket. Okay. And there's no worries of uh, like burning the forearm with the vent. It's solo in. pressure. It just, just smoke comes out the back. End. Okay. Burns the plastic at the back a little bit, yeah. But it doesn't shoot flames out the side. It just vents the smoke. Shit hits the fan is going to be so fucking creative. <laughs> yeah. So this guy, uh, Nerf football size. It's about seventy-four millimeter ball. So it's like that big. You can fit uh, two M18ish smoke grenade size loads of smoke powder in that thing. Make a big ass flashbang. I don't know. You just. <laughs> got a hell of a drop to it though yeah mm. once i get more testing and i'm going to figure out sites that work on this thing the gp37 is a uh, similar 
Although I'd say it definitely gets a lot more range out of it. It's not particularly accurate. It gets some spin off at the end. It gets to maybe, I want to say 70 yards is going to be a maximum for the accuracy on the GP 37 platform before it just spins and takes off or knows what the hell it does. But uh, I have a, you're going to love this M15, I believe it is launcher site. If you're familiar with the M1 Garand. Are those the uh, the like uh, in World War Two movies when they're like screwing it in? Yeah, so they it replaces the gas plug. It just slips onto the end, and you stick a whole rifle grenade on the end of it. Uh, I do have one. I'm not going to handle a grenade on screen, but I have one of those rifle grenade adapters. You just slip on the end of an M16. Okay. Uh, the M1 Garand has a. Nice little sheet metal sight with a bubble level that screws into that. So if anyone Garand is issued with rifle grenades and the launcher, there's a terrible little sheet metal sight that bolts into the side of it. And you can try to maybe find that on stream for M1 Garand uh, rifle grenade sight. You might find some for sale. They're like 20 bucks and they look just like the little terrible sheet metal thing on the side of a uh, GP25. So we'll see that site picture in here somewhere. Oh, I love I the Brave browser, but you have to use uh, yeah, one of the other image providers. That little dinky metal site right there in the middle. This guy? Yeah, that thing on the side of that rifle in that second picture. Here you go. It is oh, screwed into the wood, too. I have... Yeah, there you go. Less than 20 bucks. That oh. thing just pops into the side. I made a mount for it on the GP. 37 and it's not graduated by distance like a AR-15 M203 site is. It gives you degrees. Hmm. So you're going to make your own rocket candy. You're going to get your own load data. But it's in degrees, so you don't have to convert distance to distance. And I love that about these. They're cheap. They have a little bubble level in the side. You just screw it on. It's good to go. It quick detaches. It comes with a little pouch and everything. <clears throat> it actually hmm. comes uh, completely caked in... Uh, Cosmoline, and I had to boil mine to get them clean, but <laughs> they're adjustable, they're cheap, they come off, it's perfect, and it looks just like the dinky little Russian thing. Hmm. So I'm going to make something to fit one of those on the side of this in the future. <laughs> We're about to sell out all these websites tonight. Like, Why do we sell out of all these sites? I've sold out a few things. The handguard that is under the FAMAS here, gone. It's a 13 and a half aim sport wraith handguard uh people were getting the 15 inch were cheaper and chopping them off and the smg takes the 10 i'm gonna guess that it's gonna be gone overnight the three and a half inch little kintry buffer tube in the back even for people that weren't making the famas they're like wait a minute there's a three and a half inch buffer that only costs 80 bucks <laughs> so a lot of other things got made with that too you hear that providers if you have parts that get used by the GunCAD community, you get sold out. Start working with us rather than against us. You you get those Kintry right. buffers, and you get those 15-inch or 13-and-a-half-inch Aim Sport Wraith M-Lock handguards. You'd send them all here. Give me. <laughs> yeah, I'm in the middle of building another one of these. Thomas's. Uh, it's left-handed, just for me, because I made myself a right-handed one. I'm Unfortunately, I'm left-eyed dominant and I'm ambidextrous, but I made the right-handed one. Just I knew everyone wanted that before I made the left-handed one for myself, and now I can't get the parts all of a sudden. <laughs> uh, so hit that, hit... 
if you're uh, ambidextrous and left eye dominant, is you use left handed stuff in general so that you aren't cross eye dominant? Is I prefer to use my left hand, which is uh, recovering from some fun burns and stuff. And I also, uh, my pinky finger is uh, just cartilage because I've regrown it now. So I've, <laughs> my handwriting's terrible, but I spent most of my life, uh, they made me write with my right hand and my left hand was uh, broken. And then I broke my right hand and I prefer to be left-handed. Okay. So My handwriting's terrible at? with both because they're just boxing fractures and okay. stuff like that. My thumb's not even on the growth plate on this one. Oof. Actually double-jointed in that one. Mm. I work a lot with people with disabilities, too. I've uh, put a lot of gas pedals on handguns and extended little slidey, chargey things. We just have a ton of disabled people here near the military base, and I've helped a lot of people put those little... Uh, Strike Industries charging handles on Glocks. You can use it with one hand and just rack it on something. Okay. I work with a lot of disabled people too. Yeah, I, I make. I don't know if they're diagnosed. Everybody. But... <laughs> yeah, it's just the out of battery crew. Yeah, she's talking Thanks. about us. I, can I mean, at work, not here. Oh, I'm talking about at work. Sure, uh -huh, sure you are. Uh, sure. Yeah. On top of that, I'm going to be a mental health awareness advocate. You know, get me near alcohol, and you're going to become very aware. <laughs> <laughs> So we, what is this guy? So this one, I'm going to finish my, uh, my drink here before we start on this one, is I have, uh, I have some plans, and Mr. Meatballs is going to help me with this one, because this one's uh, on the back burner. Okay. Mr. Meatballs, that's it from now on for me. There's no, there's no Danny, just Mr. Meatballs. Nice meatball. <laughs> that's right. Only Italian his friends get to call right. Danny. So I've got... <laughs> An OICW, just for funnies, uh, because I played the original Ghost Recon. I'm obsessed with this thingy here. Both DLCs on the hard mode, everything. I had originally made this a straight pull, single, bolt action, like a pump forward design. Not too happy with it. I'm also working on the bottom part. You don't have to go find an XM8. I've got better than that. But this is going to be a semi-auto 26 and a half mil OICW. I've got a straight pull bolt action right now, but uh, Danny over here has got an awesome little design. I hope we can show that later. He's got a semi auto 26 and a half magazine fed in the works. Yeah, it's pretty fucking baller. So now I'm just going to gut what I've got here. I'm going to make this shell and some ergonomic features on the FAMAS. I have a Functioning replica of the Thelin FAMAS system. The only future soldier weapon that actually saw any use all over Africa. It is a big analog NTSC-style camera. It's got a wire in the sling. You plug it into your helmet. You get a little screen, and you can see what the gun sees. You can shoot what the gun sees from behind cover. Like a big old terrible corner shot alternative, and I have one sitting in here somewhere. If I can find it in my pile, and I probably can't, I'll help. Things are falling. All right. So I've got, just on my skull crusher, prototype parts, camera, optic wire thing going. 
So my eyepiece here plugs into this 12 volt power connector, which is supposed to be attached to the sling. If you tug on it and it just pulls it off, doesn't break anything. But I'm gonna turn my eyepiece on, my camera on. <clears throat> it is got a little waterproof switch in the back. And then if I have the lens cap on, I don't know if you can see that here, but what is on my screen here, my camera can see. Not gonna pick it up very well through here, but this camera goes on the gun. I can see into here, just hit myself in the eye. And then <laughs> I can hold the gun out around a corner. I can look under cars, I can look under doors. Corner shot style, I see what the gun sees. Hmm. Hell yeah. So that that one's just the camera that goes straight to the eyepiece that I invented for the chainsaw because I wanted to make myself the Modern Warfare funny chainsaw and have a way to aim it. Hmm. But that has a camera on the front of it that goes on the gun. It has a screen on the back of the gun so you can see down the gun without it. Or you can flip it down and switch to the helmet. It fits my NVGs that I made, so you can switch between the NVGs and the gun vision, or one in each. It's all user configurable, but that optic is also going to be compatible with this OICW clone. You're blowing my mind right now. Same internal parts, just Just a different cosmetic shell. So the OICW is going to be a AR with a Kentry 3.5 buffer, slots right into the front of it. It goes on the top, magazine behind it. Optic combination goes on top. So the, losing my voice here, the OICW is going to be a semi-auto 26.5 AR under barrel on the front with the funny camera system. (laughs) It's a bit plump one. (laughs) Nothing, don't mind me. (laughs) All right. And then also on uh, FAMAS at home, it's going to be that huge, bulky FAMAR. Go ahead and pull up a video just or a picture. FAMAS, fill in, F-E-L-I-N, program. So I, so when are we getting uh, the thermal overlay to go on top of the homemade night vision? That's the Okay, question, so right? I give all of my files, bits, pieces. I have so many other things. I haven't done anything with the night vision, but somebody took my design here and is already made a hybrid thermal with it. It is wonderful. So that is already in the works. People love that. Go back to that picture of the guy holding the thing like <laughs> blow that up. Oh yes. I am that that's what I'm making here. See he's got his eyepiece on. He's looking in there. It is fucking huge. That is the uh FAMAS Valerie's uh style flat top, but it's also specific handguard with a little OSD remote. I am making that front handguard to put a run cam OSC remote in the front of it too, by the way. Mm. Can we talk about height over bore for his uh, EOTech there? <laughs> so the EOTech is for closer NV use. But yeah, it's it's up mm-hmm. there. It's crazy. <laughs> uh, so my mine's based on the uh, prototype one, actually. So it's going to be much smaller. It doesn't need all the radio and everything else in there mm-hmm. that it has. So it's it's based on that. I'd say it's still... It's also thinner. It doesn't have the overhanging IR illuminator. So it has the illusion of looking stupid huge and heavy, but it's not actually any longer than an LPVO. Hmm. 
So I made it look stupid still, so it fits all that, but it is scaled <laughs> down from that. It is still usable. Okay. That's awesome. This fucking rules. I, yeah, love I do have a uh, interchangeable flat top to lean upper for this. Um, actually, uh, just for funnies and giggles, um, it's not the lean. Mine's going to be the felon. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was funny. Uh, so th- yeah. it looks like that is the, the last picture. So I'm going to come back to the stream yard. Give me one moment, please. And then uh, do you want to talk about uh, your, your belt fed system? Uh. Um, I can get to it. We're not going to have a lot of pictures. Okay. If you guys want to waste a minute or two, I can pop some more into our folder on my other computer. Okay. How how does this sound? So we have to uh, do the CAD challenge. So do you want to just do the CAD challenge now and then return the Announce final that, nugget? And then I'll come back with some more pictures. I'll okay. I'll my drink. Okay. Sounds good. Danny, I'm going to drag you into the hot seat and uh yeah let's is it up started. is it is it a is, thing happening it is it happened it happened oh my Shoot. god oh, go. yeah cad challenge number two everybody um bob you've been real quiet so i'm gonna need your input so i'm gonna need to hear you say okay okay i'm gonna need you to turn your robot <laughs> voice off <laughs> yeah i got scared there for a second like Bob, like, oh god! Wait, I got robot voice. Here they come! Oh no, is it is it still robot voice? No, you're good. No, you're okay. Okay, sweet. So let's get her going, I suppose. So this is participant number one, the summer sausage. Bob, what do you think? Um, that looks sexy. It looks like it's going to be a real familiar feel. Um, if that makes sense to anyone at home. <laughs> no, please uh, okay. explain. Can it's, you it's, elaborate? It's, yeah. What it's do you mean? Erg- like, what it's do you ergonomic, mean? I guess. If you print it in a flesh tone, <laughs> it would uh, pleasure your wife. It would pleasure your wife if you put it in a flesh tone. Yeah, but I mean, uh, I'm only going to be able to do that for a couple more years. So, yes, yeah, she's going to need something. Um, <laughs> yeah. Oh, no. I'll take one of these. Add to cart. Uh, <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. Well, on I do the like next the one. Okay. Oh, go fine. ahead. Go ahead. No, no, no. Go ahead. Um, I'm wondering what I'm supposed to do with the front there, right? That's the part that's uh, facing forward. Correct? Looks like a barrier. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. Like. So I guess I guess I should explain the the event. No, I'm just not sure what my wife's going to use for that. Sorry, my mind was still. <laughs> oh, oh, I, like, I, I, oh I can tell you. That looks. Uh, she's kind of yeah. soft for anything that rough. But no, if you're going to use this on a gun, <laughs> anyway. Next. <laughs> <laughs> this guy had a hand so quick okay participant number two this is the not my real grip uh just oh, a nice that. super uh straightforward vertical foregrip with a uh, place to stash is that a marijuana leaf anybody or sorry jazz cabbage jazz cabbage uh no that's a hemp leaf daniel oh jesus okay, hemp is legal nice little... what do you what do you prude places too. Yeah, is this drugs? In my CAD cut challenge, not in my house. Anywho, you stash your secret stash up in there. It looks like it's a friction fit. You pull it out. Uh, has anybody got any comments? Anybody? Anybody? That would fit like a quarter of a slim jim, maybe two. You so I guess the question is, bill? how many M and M's? Ooh, ooh, sixty nine. 
35. I assume well, we something already exists. M&Ms or regular M&Ms? I want that to be something stabby, or maybe the inside of it is stabby, if that makes sense. Oh, uh, I'd like, like a little to be a, knife. A stabbing a utensil, and then I can wrap whatever else around it. Yeah, beef jerky, uh, fruit roll-ups and whatnot could go around it. But Ooh, then, you know, my snack stash like there, and I also have a... So now hear me out. So what if it's not snacks or hemp and other legal products derived from that family of plants? What if it's actually a USB drive that has the locations of every pedophile and sex offender in your neighborhood that you can use in the event of a power outage? The Gucci drop that keeps on giving. Yeah, where's the big start? Five dollars. I'm just dollars. It's possible use case. Good ideas. Keep them in mind when you print this. Next, we have participant number three, the pleasant grip. And full screen, please. I will. How am I not full? Ooh, I can't control this. Oh. Ben Rose. The pleasant grip is beautiful. Um, and I'm super curious about what this auto, semi auto. What is it on? Bolt thrower. Yeah, I don't know what the, that is. It's Nerf gorgeous. Guns? Oh, well, no, that's, I, a, that's a crossbow that's, dog. It's a bit more than a Nerf gun. That thing it's shoots a crossbow. some. Some it's for stuff. euthanizing cattle. Cats. No. What? Can we? Can we? These guys are no, terrible. Gone. Yeah, absolutely Kick him not. Out. You guys are <laughs> disgusting. All right. Uh, the pleasant grip. Ergonomic. All right. So because we had so many participants, and while I'm talking, let me put a poll up. Oh, add. Start a poll. While P1. he's talking about putting the poll up. That's what he meant. P2. Talk about the poll. Add option P three. Well, I like uh, that he's reading it to us. It really makes me feel community. like we're part of the moment. Hey, gets to voting, everyone. Anywho, oh fuck. Oh yeah. So we had a, a little bit of a rough patch there when a couple of participants were like, "Hey, I can't make it," or "Hey, something popped up," or whatever. Um, so we reached out to a few. And we had more than plenty of people be like, "I'll step in. I love this shit. I'll do it." And I said, "Dope." say less so everybody who volunteered got put into the comp so i think we have 10 participants now so the the way this is going to go is going to be the top one from each vote so there'll be three votes and then we'll have three finalists at the end and that's who's going to go to the final vote does that make sense it makes sense but danny i just i honestly i feel a little bit deceived you said that the category tonight was four grips and you just said there's 10 competitors so are we seeing more than four grips or what yeah right <laughs> can you he's see me even, staring at he's you not even a dad he's not even a dad oh he does multiple polls it's four and four normally and then the best out Bipong of the completely missed it. He didn't even so, understand. GPM like, sounds dumb, good to right? me. Form. First of all, swoosh. SGTM means sounds good to me. No, it definitely Wait. means sucking giant titties, man. Mom. Mom. Oh, wow. Man. 20 posts up. It's uh, the ma'am. pleasant grip is in the win. All right. What's next? Oh, we're still voting. I forgot we're voting. Yes, we're voting, and Bob, Bob needs to tell you, us a joke. Bob, who are you voting for? I have to tell you a joke. I don't. I don't. I don't like to talk while voting is going on, man. It's a lot of pressure. Is it weird? That I didn't notice the little logo on the uh, the pleasure stick or whatever that P one was called. So, uh, <laughs> so just now, when he put all three of them up, I was like, Oh shit! I know Middleton, that name. You... Damn it! What's it? What's that? Yeah, Middleton, yeah. you're gonna have to rename it to the pleasure stick. 
I know that doesn't fit. Well, that could what was fit in the food category. Damn it, that just came out. I didn't have that. It's about the summer sausage. Summer sausage. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's. I mean, come on. Come on. <laughs> what was stuff? What were you how asking? Much? Can I see the mount on number three again? Um, is it two parts or is it just? It bolt is a through? single single part bolt through slide on. So bolt they're through. all bolt through. Uh, it yes, it would appear so. I don't think. On. I don't think P two is bolt through. I, that might be a friction fit. Let me get into the CAD and see. Is there Whoa. just a screw that goes up from the bottom? Don't maybe? pull it up, Daddy. Jesus Christ! I'm not. Show us your porn, Daniel. Oh, so, stop. It's quick to oh, mute so. people and shit, and then just P1. dox everybody's CAD. Since he didn't talk about it, I'll talk about P1's uh, locks in through the grip. There's actually a place for a, a, mm. a screw to tighten down through the grip in the front. So both of them go up through the grip. Well, P1 definitely does. I'm not sure about P2. Because the summer sausage doesn't have any holes in it. Correct. But that that one, the summer sausage actually does have holes in it. Just in the bottom. The loosest oh, program, the Rusty. The loosest. <laughs> Just up okay, the so it looks... Whoa! What is it going on here? Like we're in the Matrix. So they're both know. KAC style, though. Like the little thing up into it. Correct. And I'm bringing it back. Oh, there we go. First try. There it is. There we go. Uh, where are we at? There's about 13 votes. motherfuckers in here who have not voted. Slacking. What do you hate? Democracy? Like, yeah. same. Yeah. It's Mostly. not nearly yes. good. But, like, go Literal vote. mob rule here. Most Three people are idiots, so democracy is kind of dumb. We're going to control your outcome. Oh, democracy is not inherently good. I'm not advocating numbers. for it, but, like, go use it. Right <laughs> Socrates <now>. was right. <laughs> I got 26 le- seconds left on this you see all my, I'm going to go to the next set. All my Doric pillars and <laughs> work. I love me some Socrates. <laughs> you be questioning things, though. Mm. See? 3D arms knows. Yep. Yeah, same with 3D arms with your brother. Mm-hmm. Rusty, mm-hmm. I am not running a loose program, okay? Is well, uh, let's not get carried like, away. Subjectively <laughs> or... It's not the oh, tightest there's ship. there's a timer. Stop the thing. Do the thing. Oh, jeez. Pause Cut it off. off. It's over. Oh, my ship's uh, so loose. I'm All more right, impressed so that with was... number three myself. Well, yeah, good three, thing, one. number three, one. Number uh, three, so one? was P3 going to the finals. All right. Let's continue. Ish. Finals-ish. Hey, oh, all more. right. Participant number four. Uh, this one's called Hexagons are the bestagons. Um, this is an angle four grip. With hexagon, uh, uh, it's not stippling. What's the word for texture? Inlay? Is inlay? it inlay? I think inlay is appropriate. It's not really a texture. Uh, you wouldn't feel that. I do. I believe... think you would. You think so? Yeah. It looks. I do shallow. believe this is M lock, and one of the rules was no key mod. You're not allowed to use key mod, so it's either M lock or that Pink checks out. Do you yeah. not like Dick mod? Why? Oh, no, Dick mod. Yeah, it's explain. Your no, brain said I, so. it's uh, it's unauthorized. <laughs> It's in okay. the rules, all right? It's still our aerial phenomena, but it's we bad. still like it's those bad. aliens. Anywho, angle four grip, hexagons. You got the barrier stop, extra grippy. Uh, anybody got something to say about it? I want to know how big that space is between the back side of the knurling and the little first loop for where my big-ass hand's not going to fit. Uh, you're going to have to download it and print it to find out. It's On to the next one. Participant <laughs> uh, number five. Bob talk about it. You didn't let Bob say <laughs> anything about Bob. that. Bob! Go ahead, Bob. 
if these are going to be all these things, I'm going to have a tough time too, man. I'm a big fan about well, this is more like a, a hand stop, but I'd agree. I'm going to ask the same question Justin does, and we're not going to get an answer. We're just going to move on. <laughs> I need to know what that space is. This would be uncomfortable as hell, or it could be amazing. Oh, jeez. Next. Thank you, Justin. <laughs> <laughs> Again, you're going to have to print it and find out. Next, we have participant number five. This is the Pocket Sand Tactical Angle oh, for Grip. Punisher skull. <laughs> what? Oh, the Punisher skull. It's oh, yeah. I like that it's on you a gotta, That's Yeah, you got to so protect all the sheeple, bro. You are the sheeple. I heard dog. that uh, Marvel makes the Punisher. <laughs> so, oh, my. This is, go ahead. Sorry. Anywho, no more this Punisher. One, uh, has an inter innovative um Picatinny locking oh. system and yes punisher skull um i think the steps included so you feel free to put i don't know a dick and balls there if you feel uh, they're kind of the same anywho um <laughs> angle foregrip another uh barrier stop what do we got to say anybody Honestly, my only thought on that is like if you use the one with the Punisher skull, does it confer the Punisher's like penchants for killing cops? Like, does that automatically transfer? <laughs> or it, how does that work? So it's not the one with the Punisher skull. There's a Punisher skull on one side and Rusty Shackelford on the other side. Oh god. Okay. Now I'm sorry. Have you ever seen the two in the well, same see, room? It's uh, mandatory. I am unknowable. I like this one a little better because I know how big it is because I have owned Harlots until I sold them to the police department locally. Uh, mm. But uh, Justin they, uh, copping to be that, a pimp. See how that that until he did his amnesty forms. I got that, so I know how that can hold my man hand right there. I just want to know where does the sand come out of? Ooh, good question. Like a muzzle loader, uh, you just fill the barrel and then shoot. Yeah, where does it come out? That's. Why isn't there actually a? Where's the sand go? Like, how do you store the oh, sand? You're gonna fucking have to take fail. it up with fucking with fail. The dev. On to the next one. The participant number six. Obviously, this is called I not a brace. This Hang is on. in fact. I thought you were doing four grip. This is on the back. <laughs> okay, so can grip. I get? Can I fucking get through this? Before you no. start hassling, you shoot the gun backwards. Jesus Christ! Oh, well, technically, on a pistol, a and you shoot it over your shoulder. It's it's over shots, dude. Hey, guys. Ass grip. I'm gonna start muting people if we keep interrupting Danny. Oh, please interrupt me. Anywho, technically, on a pistol, you can't have a vertical grip, right? So this is not a vertical grip. It's also not a brace, nor is it a stock. All right. I don't know what it is, but legally, this is not legal advice. It's allowed. So it goes on the back of a buffer on a pistol. You do what you want with it. Comments, please. Bob. Suck it, ATF. <laughs> Can you rotate that up? I don't know. It looks more. Never mind. It's, I, going I, no, I think, I'm stop I think it's keyed. It has to fit over the, the buffer. It like, looks like it locks into the last up, position, but I guess you could move it forward and back. Okay. Okay. Blinksky, that's not a DQ. He asked me if he could make it. I said yes. I'm sorry. <laughs> I run a real tight ship around here, and the rules uh, don't apply to anybody. So I like right. it more than the last one. Flexible. Well, don't tell me how much you like it. Show me in the polls. Everybody gets to voting. Okay. I, I have voted. Close the polls. I have less of a question, but the okay, so the 
Number five has a a lever lock, like it's adjustable, like a stock is. Yeah. Why is yeah. that? <laughs> uh, it's. I think it's just toolless. It's a toolless um, lock. It's so when he finishes the next project, which is the um, LPVO adjustment, he can slide it up and adjust the the power okay, on his scope. I hate the rest of it, but like if I hand my AR to somebody else and they can just adjust the stock in a little bit if they're not like six foot six, they could also pull the uh, grip back a little bit maybe. They could. Yeah. I like that. I hate the rest they, of it. They, <laughs> They could. That's kind of cool, though. They could do it a lot too. In yeah, you can just motions. Yeah, just see, it's adjustable. Shut up, Rusty. What do you know? Adjustable grip like might... that. So that's something. Yeah, it might be what the see, scope. There we go. The scope, scope adjuster should have been. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the scope stroker. Yeah. <sighs> well, it's currently. Oh no, the hexagon is currently winning. This is okay. a tight, tight race. After on, the what? grips, let's pull a picture up of that scope stroker so everyone can make fun of it with us. So we brought it up on one of the shows, did we not? Yeah. Somebody yeah. made one yeah. with a uh, with a, a stepper. Like three dollars worth of material, probably. Yeah. 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 I think they did it. So yes, but I think the guys that did that one did it electronically. So probably cost a little so bit more than three dollars. Yeah. Electronics from China. Does anybody recall what MSRP was on the real one? It was crazy high. I think it was 500. Yeah, it was like GBRS Hydra tier. Yeah. It was like GBRS mount. Yeah, on my optic and uh, laser and all of my other gun, I have a uh, $20 UTG mount on mine. $600 is what it's listed. Fizzle, give me that link, dog. Give me that link. Bruh. Bruh. Yeah, I have a I have a UTG one inch mount on mine. <laughs> Bob, who are you voting for? I'm not voting for it in the Dropbox just for shakies <laughs> and minis. Dude, I'm I'm with you, Bob. I'm a purist. I don't uh, think we should be voting. No, nah. <laughs> nah, I don't want to. I did this one time, this kind of thing, and I got I still have night terrors about it. <laughs> Well, we hand out pee-pee slaps left and right to anybody who complains or bitches about the rules. And we also read it into the rules that we can just make up the rules. So we're straight covered yeah. there. Danny ran out of yeah. contestants because he banned so many people. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck them. We just laugh at the people when they start I didn't complaining mean that. about stuff that we call crybabies. Whilst we're here and speaking about... Fuck the contestants. Uh, we need more contestants for <laughs> event number four. You are uh, so wishy-washy, Danny. <laughs> Just literally backstage, he's like, stop it, telling people to sign we up. Need contestants so, have too many already. It's, no, it's because some dudes, I feel like they feel... If you've been pressured to sign up for Danny's CAD challenge, please step forward for a consulary no, prize. It's very oh simple. You may it's, be entitled to compensation. <laughs> it's very simple. We want contestants that want to participate, not people yes. who've been forced to. You're a bitch. Bullies. Yeah. <laughs> there is the no bullies in GunCAD. We ran them all off. No, you ran them to my CAD competition. Come on now. <sighs> Man. All right. That is the timer for that round. We have P4. Oh, God. Shut up. We have P4. <laughs> uh, Hexagons, Bestagons is in the finals. Now to the last group. Here we go. This is the Cape Say it. Cape Say the Thing. 
Cape, say it. Costior. There we go. Hand That's stop. That's a GP grip. Yep. There you go. That's exactly <laughs> what this is based on. From the GP25. Correct. Yep. Except oh, now yeah. you can put it anywhere that there's Picatinny. Oh, uh, man. You didn't you have to you. quantify that statement. That's what she said. Wait. <laughs> Anything if you're brave enough is what That's I've right. uh, learned. Uh, learned comments, that? concerns, questions. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I learned that the hard way. <laughs> I feel like the people long who way. are familiar with the GP will like it. Otherwise, you'll have no idea. It's just a, yeah. a wee lad. Low profile. It's a little dude. Low speed. A little Low drag. High speed. You can actually yeah. grab, like, there. I saw one on eBay. Somebody recommended me for this. Somebody sold, like, a rubber GP grip on eBay. How much? It, it was, like, 20. Somebody already went and grabbed it the second I told them about it. But occasionally, mm-hmm. they do come up. Well, now you can print your own at home. What do you yeah. mean? Because mine has know? the battery in it, so I told him I couldn't use it, and he went and Ooh. took it anyway. <laughs> Next, we have participant number eight, the AMG, and nowhere in the file system, and correct me if I'm wrong in the chat, because I know, oh no, he left early. Uh, anywho, um, I believe this AMG stands for another magazine. Automatic grip. machine gun. Automatic <laughs> machine gun. The assault machine gun. bladder. It stands for angled mag grip because it holds a mag in it. Well, How do you, they're disqualified you for putting out know? a battery no, on to their I, accessory, I, like brown nosing. <laughs> oh man! Like I don't. I'm just trying to figure out what are the dick shapes on the backside of it. Like five years ago, I made a foregrip that holds a Glock mag, and everyone hated it. And now there's like twenty of them. It's I a don't cool know idea. People... I like it. It's... Is this I've for Mickey Mouse? Is this for Mickey Mouse? I'm putting this on my AR. How many fingers do you guys have? Oh, uh, so I said my last one grew back. So three. Another three. magnet grip. Three. I don't. Uh, where? <laughs> <laughs> so soon. Oh yeah. So soon. Patent that magnet. Uh, oh, on to the next one. Uh, Participant number nine. She's now we're talking. Now we're M Lock. That's go. what I'm talking this about. Series M Lock grip. And if you know this Hell project yeah. on the right, you know who made it. Uh, this yep. is beautiful. I think he has a few other ones in the file system that he's putting out. He there also has a huge cock. Sizes. <laughs> I would love to vote for him, but he won't ever send me shotgun files. These are facts. Reason. Well, that's because he doesn't like you. He told me. <laughs> Checks out. You're such a Richard, Danny. <laughs> uh, questions, comments, concerns on the Dong series of grips from our favorite CAD dad. My concern is that I now have this tingling in my crotch area I've never felt before. It's gonorrhea. It's, boner. <laughs> <laughs> it's a boner with gonorrhea. Participant oh, number man. 10. This is the pineapple <laughs> grip. Again, if you are brave enough, anything counts. Uh, this one. Seems a bit rough. You're not gonna lie. See that. This one's for yeah. the ultimate lifestyle people in the group. Ooh. <laughs> Ooh. You leave this on display out on the porch. No, <laughs> you take that to the range and you go you fuck the all the gun buttons. <laughs> yeah. Now all the gun the gunswingers know that you're also a gunswinger. <laughs> the buds yeah, I like suddenly swinger instead of slinger. That's awfully fun. It is a lot of fun. Uh, oh shit! I gotta make the poll. Hold on. Upside my, down uh, pineapple too. My concern is why Print is orientation. The top two pieces 
Why is it not two pieces? Pineapple upside down grip. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I just want the pick portion to be two pieces because pick rails are different sizes depending on the manufacturer. It shouldn't be. They should they're be never. Anywho, they're, they're, 3D they're, printed pick rails should all be the same size. Let's give it to program. Just adjust your shrinkage. Mm. Mm, or true. you can do like uh, participant number seven and kind of make it split so it, it stretches a little bit. I love that one. Or just mm, yeah. We don't call Wait, him boyfriend. Uh, so we call him partner. Are the top two for this one going now? Because there's four of them. Oh, this is the no. It is still now. This is, it the is actual still contest. the top one. Oh, I can make it. That the makes top me sad. Two. Okay, okay, we'll do top two because <laughs> I make the rules and up as we go. I want to. You make the rules up as we go. Top two on this one. Top two. We'll have four finalists. Oh, I got. I'm liking the cloister, but hmm. the Umlock mm. dong is definitely cooler. I, agree. I do like a nice dong. Got to get the donger going. I'm partial to Umlock. Gang, gang. If you want some pillar action, though. If it didn't, maybe it's just because it's a what is it? The only one on this screen that's actually pictured on a gun. Um, Something about the way it like doesn't quite match, but kind of flows with the curve of the magazine on the gun. It's it sells it, man. It's uh, oh oh, yeah. what we got Sexy. here. Pro tip for your photos, guys. Show it yeah. show it on a gun. Um, there you go. Stubs, are we, those actually like little uh, Doric golems? Yeah, blow my camera up after you get done with this. We'll let we'll let people vote. We don't on have to wait. Do. We don't have to wait. All right, yeah, I've got little. Uh, just a while ago, I got some really nice marble PLA. I've got my little uh, Gucci shit here. <laughs> Those are M-Lock grips as cobs. Uh, That's so good. Yeah, they just screw on the bottom. I've, I've read the architecture. I've got all my, you know, Vitruvian <laughs> and patterns and such on here. That kind of Greco-Roman vibe, the architecture stuff. I love it. So oh, man. That's already on Odyssey if you want this one. Hell yeah. That's sick. Can't wait to it's see uh, listed as the version. Versace foregrip, I believe. VFG. Versace foregrip, yes. <laughs> I've actually just been giving them away. I've got a whole box. One minute. One minute. And by one minute, I mean one minute and 15 seconds. 30 seconds. No. 90 Danny seconds. doesn't actually have a timer. He's just saying numbers at this point. <laughs> oh, honestly, right, twenty-seven votes good enough. Wrap it up. The other wow. two are catching up. Danny, you can close it. Uh, yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. The other two aren't catching up. <laughs> well, now, but I need to make the the polls. Uh, I feel like the All right, so, so while, while you ended with polls, a tie, we'll Daniel. Well, the top two uh, well, go in. Look in the top two, bruh. So while uh, while we wait for Danny to do the finals, I'm going to switch myself back to the driving seat, and we're going to take a look at uh, Stubbs. Very. Oh, I've got just some new ones up here. I've got some new content on that grind. Dude, here we go. Transition. There we go. Talk to me, baby. Belt fed AR. This, oh, my damn. magnum opus, it works as is. I'm not going to release it until it's perfect. Okay. 
And so a few questions. We were talking about this before the show. Um, it takes uh, saw belts. So I've got here a uh, hundred rounder pouch and I've got this one's a blank one. It's actually a little bit shorter, but it's got a hundred round and a 200 round saw pouches, hundred, 200 belt box. And this is a uh, pretty much a universal lug. A lot of things take this. I prefer, I don't like the saw. I like everything else that takes these. Okay. So, standard and- M249 belt box on the side. It's not rotated to get this closer to feed. It's actually rotated so the crank handle goes into this nice little 45 degree <laughs> cutout. This is the box. <laughs> it just it nice. just fits. It was perfect. It's like they wanted me to do this. Have you um, been using printed gears? Who what? Are your gears printed or are you Those doing gears like are printed. Okay. So they're not the proper gear spline tooth. Fins me a little bit because I'm very into CAD and machining stuff, but they're a nice little reinforced triangle points. They've held up just fine. Uh, I can't handle my prototype on screen, but all of that, you can put a ton of force on it. The belt's pretty heavy, but it transfers the force pretty well. Uh, I changed the design once or twice to eliminate the smaller gears. Okay. Yeah, this is so fucking cool. And then I've got my little, uh, this bottom piece bolts onto an angle bracket, and then that sits on the bottom angled, and a belt box comes in and clips right into it. Belt feeds out this side into the uh, left side from the back. Crank handle on the right for a right-handed user. Okay. Uh, Unreal. If I am, you know, building this, how much am I going to have to modify my upper to get it to to function? So on the upper receiver, this takes a standard AR-15 upper, 5.56-300 also fits in these just by the links. The only difference is you have to cut a slot in the bottom of the upper. So just one under the dust cover or port door on the right side, and then one the size of a cartridge, 50-50, just up into the left. It's a 60-millimeter-ish long by 10-millimeter tall cut. So basically that little lug that comes out over the magazine piece on the upper, that feature we all are familiar with on the left side of the AR, that weird little piece that mismatches between some brands that everyone hates, you just cut that right off. Hmm. Okay. So the upper will still work without that piece there. You'll just have a hole in the side of it if you go back to a lower with mags. Okay. Dude, so fucking cool. Wow. And uh, is the bolt carrier group just a drop-in standard AR bolt carrier group? Standard AR-15 bolt carrier group. There's So the belt feed is actually controlled by you. On the bottom, it's crank-powered. That's not just the trigger, but also the belt drive. So that takes the bolt carrier out of the equation. There doesn't have to be any cams, ratcheting pieces, sheet metal, anti-reversal devices. All of the complicated parts that are normally on a uh, bolt-fed conversion kit, like the CNR or the slide fire. All of that out of the question. Standard upper receiver. That takes three grand off the price right there. Damn. You love to see it. Yeah. After I get this done, you'll have a functioning uh, belt-fed AR just as fast as you can crank that thing under a grand. Sick. Damn. 
<laughs> there you go, a drill. Uh, variable <laughs> speed, variable power. Since uh, it's geared, every third turn fires it, and every third turn between those two advances it. That great big old gear on the side has a bevel gear on the inside that makes a 90-degree rotation. There's this a right mousetrap spring inside of the uh, feed sprocket. That gear rotates independently, so it's three turns ahead of the feed gear. So okay. when you're cranking it, it's tensioned already. When you fire it, when the gear comes forward, you can't have it fire without also cranking it the same amount in the position. So it never loses that pre-tension. The bolt comes back, and that gear under spring tension spins to put the next round into place, and the bolt strips it out of the belt link facing up, just like if it were magazine feed lips. Hmm. Okay. Yeah, so then the round goes in, gets chambered, the belt link is disconnected. When that sprocket moves, the belt link gets dumped outside under the port door. It has a little ramp right there on the bottom. I have a cover that goes on the side to keep it out of the gear, but it's simpler than it looks at first. Uh, this design is actually based on a Nerf Vulcan and an MG belt loader. <laughs> hmm. I took the design of an MG belt loader and made it an unloader. <laughs> okay. Hmm. I'll see if any of the comments have one. Uh, so the linkage system for the double barrel AR, I don't have the double barrel up double barrel up to speed, but I could make it work with a different gear to make it come on both sides if I wanted. That you know, That's a future project. This guy right here, this gun. This is my uh, fucking kitchen sink. Everything is on this gun. <laughs> but it's also some retro bullshit. It's on my other... I have a different gun wall over there with everything on it. Zoom in on that bitch real quick. Oh, uh, yeah, we did some nods a little bit earlier, not featuring. I just had them on. I have a Weaver Quick Point 1970s red dot up here. No batteries. It's a fiber optic reflector. You look through it, and it's very blue. Oh, yeah, we're on the retro gang. I've got a Colt 607 stock I make myself. I used to make uh, reproductions for the Colt 607 stock, but. Uh, I don't have the machine that I was working on. I sold my uh, other mill press, my modified one that was bigger, did these. I uh, didn't get enough customers for these, really, so everybody I know has got one, but they're one-offs. Mm. Uh, that lower, if you can see, has a hole cut in the front of the magwell for funnies. <laughs> I have a magazine over here somewhere. Oh, grab it. This crusty old magazine this uh sticker lines up perfectly with that hole <laughs> if you know about it you know can't say why on stream and then it's got a mid-length uh four end it's a pins and welded 14.7 barrel so i can use a real length muzzle device and not like one of the stendo a2s or something so that i can use an a1 on it and it has a sling swivel and a bayonet lug sideways so it fits my bayonet uh, sideways. I have the uh, GP or the pipe hitter 37 mil mounted on this gun. And that comes with a suppressor. That is an intricately suppressed launcher. And I have a uh, Insight PSQ-18 LAM for the launcher. So it has an infrared flashlight and an infrared laser that cranks down to aim the launcher with backup sights on the side of it. And then a PAQ-4C on top of the rifle 
which is uh, like a PAQ-2, but just the laser. That's mounted to the barrel and a mount through the handguard. And then I have a uh, insight button all the way down around chiseled embedded into the side of an A2 grip on it. So it has the light laser for the uh, launcher, the suppressor for the launcher. I have a spare barrel that's not got a suppressor. It does have to be integral to be legal. Uh, bayonet lug on the side. Red dot. <laughs> Top sling adapter. Oh. And my bayonet is also special for that rifle. So uh, the space between the uh, muzzle device and the side-mounted bayonet lug is shorter than a standard M7. I have a uh, M7 I made with a Dutch M4 Bakelite hand grip on it. This yeah. is a little bit shorter than a real M7, so this one fits and nothing else fits. Is my retro rifle bayonet. Loving the Bakelite. <laughs> so this gun fits this bayonet sideways. That launcher, that launcher's laser light backup iron sights suppressor, its laser, and a Weaver quick point on a $20 UTG riser. Hmm. <laughs> it weighs like 12 pounds loaded. Yeah, this thing is... Uh, <laughs> there's a, a lot of options on it. <laughs> oh, and in the picture, it's got a 220-round mag sharing the same base plate jungle mag style. Okay. Hmm. <gasps> oh. Yeah, there's the unsuppressed barrel under it. Beautiful. Wow. Lift charge with this. So the standard, I'm using 35 or 40 grains of Pyrodex uh, P, double P, I think. Very low pressure. I wouldn't recommend more than that for a 37 mil. It's more than enough to need. I'm, I'm large. I wear like a 46 jacket, unhemmed at the sleeves, tailored in at the waist, dies 30 waist. <laughs> Hmm. I'm just I'm a giant (laughs) (sighs) yeah the uh, suppressor on this because the 37 is not a firearm it's not a firearm suppressor and it's uh, part of the barrel doesn't come off permanently attached so if you want to make one of these with that those are the rules you have to follow (laughs) yeah we've been messing with uh, the the semi-auto 26.5 has an integral suppressor option. We it doesn't suppress that well, uh, but we did it because we can. So absolutely, uh, mine's got kind of where we're at. Great big three eighths holes all through the side of the barrel. Twisty. Yeah. Hmm. It's uh, full of Scotch Brite and wire pulling gel makes it function, but it's also a very wide diameter suppressor, which really helps. Yeah, You're gonna want like a Salvo twelve oblong shape with a big bottom blast chamber and just a huge like half inch diameter hole right at the beginning of it will help with that so um sorry to cut that picture short but i just saw that we're we're running over time a little bit um i'm gonna say let's go to the the final poll are you guys ready do we have our tiebreaker we have our our let's send it last four uh i'm switching you over danny Am I on it? Yep. All right, let's do it. Oh, and now everybody's quiet. Do we All vote? Right. Where do we vote? You vote in the chat. Is it time to vote? It's time. It is time to vote. Come on, Justin. All right, I voted. Did you get your sticker for voting? 
Yep, I got it. I put it on my Those back. actually have microchips in them. As soon as you touch oh. them, they implant into your skin. It's trains. If, you, right if you guys don't vote for Biden again this coming election, you're going to be put in a concentration camp. <laughs> And also, you're not black. Oh, oh, Did you see? Right he's going to suck it out of me. It's true. He said at the end of his last speech, he said, God save the yeah. queen. Yeah. God oh, save yeah. the queen. He's laying his priorities bare. It's true. It can happen to you. I didn't the vote for him, and he dead. sucked my melanin right out. Don't sniff glue. <laughs> I mean, no, sniffing glue is totally cool. Just like don't support Joe Biden. Glue. Favorite minority. Mm. It's his tramp stamp. Oh God, don't! No. It's his tramp stamp, Rusty. <laughs> the most impressed individual. Oh, okay. Fizzles. That's a loaded question. Who was yeah. it that said the most oppressed minority is the individual? I'm gonna. I mean, it's gonna be like Rockwell or something. Ooh. I'm gonna get crucified for that. I think the most in oppressed individuals are definitely drunk drivers, though. Like, really, all this hate just because you like to do a little booze cruising. Like, what yeah. the fuck's up with that? Dude, why can't my boys booze cruise? A little bit of beverage driving. Next thing you know, it'll be communism taking over. Can't even God, have two beers true. driving down the road. Hey, What's wrong with a couple of roadies? With their cell phone in front of them. I roll down my window and throw my beer at them. <laughs> yep. <laughs> oh Dude. no, come on, Wish App. The most oppressed and the most oppressed minority is the individual. It's gonna be the best quote for this. Or gamers. Gamers are pretty oppressed. Gamers, oh, since the sixteen hundreds. Huh. <laughs> Looks like we have a clear and decisive winner. I feel it's like this driving. Uh, All right, what's winning here? Is it the donger? It's the donger. It is the donger. Okay, we donger. got two AK grips in here. We got a Nimlock and a pick rail option. So that's Penrose and America for almost wins. a decade. F1 has a lot of effort into it. I, I like it, but Nimlock Dong. So yeah. the true winner is uh, literally everybody because sometime this weekend I'm going to post all of these on the Out of Battery Odyssey. So whichever one was your individual favorite, or if you have multiple favorites, you can go there, download it. And make it yours. So this vote is just for bragging rights. Um, you who, do you get to tell who brags now or what? Or am I, do you want me to end the poll? Is that what you're saying? Well, I mean, how does anybody know who's supposed to brag? Do you announce a winner or what? No. They're literally voting on the winner as you we'll as we're them. talking. There's 10 seconds left. Congratulations, F3. You made the best four grips really of don't. the evening. So this we're going to end the poll there. This was a this was a decision about what what genre is that what I want to call it or category you like best like none of these are the same right AK style Mlock um, Picatinny oh. yeah you weren't really picking a designer you were picking you was like picking a I don't know what I want to call it for life I love Mlock clan yeah you're picking your lifestyle right here is what people mm -hmm. are voting for I mean yeah so they have free reign the participants have free reign within uh very loose rules obviously uh to obviously. design yeah let me pull my full uh, mustache out of here <laughs> loose rules that i make up on the fly uh to design whatever they want and then it's up to the people so uh congratulations that was py2a if you didn't already guess that who made the dong series so he is our winner for tonight and like i said um Give him a congratulations. What a fucking Chad. Yeah, oh, Chad, beautiful yep. guy. Actually, so PY2A was one of the ones that came in uh, late 
to the competition. He only had a couple <laughs> days to to make that and release it. So um, thank awesome. you, everybody who participated. Like I said, they'll be on our Odyssey uh, whenever. Cape, it's your turn. Take it away. Do the thing. So before we wrap up, we're just going to shout out. We have a Discord. Penrose, can you hit me with the Discord? Um, after this, we will be chilling in the Discord for our weekly after party. And uh, one thing I want to do while we're still on stream is I want to thank you, Stubbs, for coming on. I've, I've been All excited right. about this for a while, and mm -hmm. it was every bit as amazing as I thought it was going to be. So thank you very much, man. We got lit with it. Yeah, dude. Did we show off the uh, assembled picture of the Belfed yet? Uh, no, I didn't see it in there. Wait, I mean, uh oh, I've got one with the prototype parts assembled, just it's the one with all the grass around it. We might have missed. Wow, okay, we'll wow, uh, I'm wow. going, I'm going. So, the uh, the final thing we'll do is show this off and then we will call it. Oh my god, it's beautiful. You missed this the whole time. <laughs> oh, yes, nice. That fucking you can see the cut out in the upper there. That fucks. Okay, it gets worse. That picture I have of the uh, the short little AR pistol with the IDBW breaching shotgun under it. That's the same upper, and I have them uh, both together right now. The belt fed with the breacher on it. Wait, let me base it. Oh, there's that brace. If you want to scroll back too, there's okay. <laughs> nice cock, bro. <laughs> yeah, there's my brace from the other side. There's it with the standalone grip. My uh. My chicken there. I put my <laughs> cock on it. Hell yeah. That and that upper is the one I have on the belt fed with the IDBW on it right now. That okay. uh, belt fed is a pistol buffer tube hanging out the back. I have that one. I have one with a Thompson grip that fits on the front of it. And I have that shotgun on the belt fed right now. Hell yeah, dude. That, <laughs> that rules. Oh, all right. As sad as I am to say it, I think we have to, to call it for tonight. I'll, I'll hop into the Discord. We're gonna get uh Dude. worse. We're gonna we're gonna get <laughs> oh, Liddy no. in there. All right, boys. Thank you very much for tuning in to Out of Battery this week. We love you. We will see you next week. Peace. Hell yeah, dude. I'm honestly too tired to unmute, but I had to anyway for the memes. Yeah, for sure. I'll unmute Cape too. Just unmute everybody. <sighs>